You're listening to Season 6 of Fried, the Burnout Podcast with your host, Kate Donovan. Fried exists to hashtag end burnout culture, to help listeners release any shame, blame, guilt, or judgment that you have about burning out, and to create spontaneous moments of healing through recognition of shared humanity with other people who have experienced burnout and lived to tell the tale. Fried and its associated Facebook group are free resources provided for you from our hearts. Our paid work includes keynote speaking and one-on-one coaching. You can find information about that at katedonovan.com. And now, here is this week's Healing Hacked episode. This episode of Fried is sponsored by our partners at Qly.ai. Do you wish that there was like a bot that told you what healthy habits you needed the same way ads pop into your Facebook feed before you even know that you want to buy something? Qly does just that. Using a combo of your input plus some magical AI tech, Qly tracks your energy, your calendar, your habits, and uses those to send you calendar, Slack, Microsoft Teams, or Google Chrome reminders about drinking water, taking walks, stretching at your desk and much, much more. Qly can be used by individuals or by teams to watch for burnout red flags, look for energy patterns, and build healthy habits. Fried listeners can get Qly's pro plan, and I've seen the back end, it's worth it, for the price of one fancy coffee a month, a worthy investment in your long-term health. Just head to qly.ai forward slash fried to get this awesome offer. Hey, Fried fam. I know that the title of this week's episode, What If Burnout Could Be Used for Good in Companies, maybe triggered a few people. Because let's be real, no one wants to burn out, ever. It's sucky, it takes a decent amount of time to heal, and it requires a level of self-inquiry and work that most of us have created coping mechanisms to avoid doing, like raising hand emoji here. That being said, as long as burnout is happening within companies, wouldn't it be amazing if companies could look at burnout patterns to help diagnose their problem areas? If burnout is a symptom of a larger system malfunction, and in this case, the system is society at large as the macrocosm and the microcosms being community, company, neighborhood, family, and finally self— then shouldn't companies be paying closer attention to it so that they can find out where the system is causing more wear and tear than necessary? Say, for instance, within two years, four people on a six-person team burn out. That should be a major sign that something in this system is not working. Something about the space between the person doing the job and the job itself is malfunctioning. Is there a workload issue, a manager issue, a bully issue, a lack of recognition issue, a feeling of unfairness issue, a lack of community issue? These issues that I just listed off are the often-touted six reasons for burnout, according to burnout researcher Christina Moslock, who, by the way, has a new book with fellow burnout researcher Michael Leiter titled The Burnout Challenge, Managing People's Relationships with Their Jobs. It was just released November 15th, so if that's interesting to you, go snag it now. You've heard me say a hundred million times that I do not believe that burnout is only a job issue, nor do I believe it is only an external stressors issue. The way you work with stressors and interact with your life and job 
matter too. They don't only matter, both sides matter. But yet, when a system is adding to the burnout of multiple people within short time frames, something is wrong. It's really normal to have one person burn out in a company that seems to work for everyone else. So maybe this company is doing everything it can and is really supportive and is really okay with making as much change as possible to support people, but there is something about it, about the system, about the culture, about the work that doesn't agree with a particular person. That doesn't necessarily mean that the system has to continue to change. That means that this is not the right relationship. I often talk about how the relationship it with a, that you have with a company is really similar to a romantic relationship in the way of everything can look really great on paper, but if there's no chemistry, it's not going to work, right? So I want you to consider that if everyone seems to be okay and only one person is burning out, then we're likely looking at a mismatch. And it doesn't mean that the person is wrong and it doesn't mean that the system is wrong. It just means that on paper, this might be really great, but in reality, there's no chemistry. That's fine. But when a system is adding to the burnout of multiple people within short time frames, something is wrong. So in order for burnout to be a useful red flag for companies, people who are burning out or who are already burnt fried crispy need to be able to tell someone what's going on. It is not possible to use a symptom to diagnose a problem if the symptom doesn't make itself known or the symptom is ignored. Unfortunately, the only people who can talk about this symptom and share the symptom are the people that are going through it who are often feeling guilty, judged, unhappy, and unsure about how to share this information. There is a podcast episode on Fried, I will find it and link it in the show notes, about how to tell people about your burnout, what to share, what not to share, how to make this conversation easier for you. Fried fam, how often have you heard me tell you to update your mugs or the blanket on your couch? I am so thrilled right now to tell you that I am now partnering with Baraby, that's B-E-A-R-A-B-Y, to bring you the most comfortable and most comforting blankets on the market. Baraby offers a variety of weighted blankets, including the tree napper, which is a cooling option for those who get too hot, the velvet napper, which is made of ocean-bound plastic bottles, plus they make the Hug It, a sensory knot pillow that will help you find calm, reduce anxiety, and bring your nervous system into a more regulated state. If I were you, I'd get one yesterday. You can find them on Instagram at mybaraby or online at baraby.com. That's B-E-A-R-A-B-Y.com, and that will be in the show notes. If you ignore burnout and ignore on a company level means that they're either not listening to you or you haven't told them so they don't know, if you don't let a company know that there's a symptom at play and the symptom happens to be making itself known in your body, then they can't make any changes and they can't make any adjustments. If they hear from 20 people on the same day that they're all burnt out, 
They're much more likely to do something, which means that as frustrating as this is, if you are burnt out in a company, please speak up. Find one trusted person that you can talk to, even if it's not the HR director or a manager at first. Maybe it's just a coworker to start. This is something that Newton Chang and I discussed in an episode in the beginning of November 2022. And this is really important. But you do have to find a way to get that information to the right ears eventually because we can't address a symptom that we don't see, right? And typically, think about your own body. If you start having, for instance, hip pain, and you start limping a little bit, but it doesn't bother you all day, every day. And it's mostly when you get up in the morning and it sort of works itself out during the day. And you decide not to really do anything about it until it's really interrupting your day-to-day life. This is a very normal pattern for people. And I know this because I treated things like this as an acupuncturist for 15 years. We don't usually get help for something until it is red hot on fire. That's just part of human nature. However, if we do this all the time when we are the symptom within a company and we don't mention it, and so maybe people notice, right? Maybe they notice a little bit of pain in the morning. Maybe they notice a little bit of quiet quitting. Maybe they notice a little bit of attitude change. Maybe they notice, but it passes And it goes away, and it's not really something that requires addressing because it's not a red-hot fire. If it's a red-hot fire, you need to tell people that. And the more red-hot fires a company can see, the more obvious it will be that there is a systemic problem that needs addressing. I hope that makes sense. I'm doing a microcosm-macrocosm thing today. We're going from diagnosing a body to diagnosing a company. I just want you to consider the fact that by letting your company know that you're burnt out, by telling your story, by talking to other people within your company that you're experiencing burnout, you might be a trigger that helps more people to speak up that would help your company to work through something and make a change further down the road. And it might happen that they ignore you. It might happen that they ignore the first 50 people. But eventually, it's going to get someone's attention. So do us all a favor and speak up, please. But the question remains, once companies know that there is massive inflammation going on, there are red hot fires all over the place, is there actually a payoff for them to pay attention to burnout? Does it make sense to the bottom line? Is there an ROI on spending time and money on burnout-proofing your culture? The simple answer to this is yes. I want you to pay attention to this money math that should make some companies pay attention and feel free to share this episode with your supervisors, with your HR professionals, so that they have a sense of what you might be going through and how they might be able to help and why it would be useful to implement this kind of work. A recent Gallup poll revealed that disengaged workers, read hashtag quiet quitting workers, are costing the global economy 7.8% trillion dollars a year. That's trillion with a TR. 
A recent LinkedIn post by Ariana Huffington showed us that Thrive Global's research indicates that when you invest in a team's well-being, you can have a 5.5% return on your investment, 76% increase in productivity, and a 102% increase in engagement. 102% increase in engagement. The CDC reports that 90% of the $4.1 trillion spent on healthcare each year is spent on mental health and chronic conditions. That's $3.7 trillion for those who don't want to do the math. An additional Gallup report on burnout tells us that burnt-out employees are 23% more likely to visit the emergency room. Not only does that shift your bottom line, but tells us that your employee's health is actually in danger. The cost of providing support for burnt-out employees and teams is far outweighed by the costs of not addressing burnout in your companies. I found personally that a combination of workshops, which we like to call speaker series around here, with follow-up Q&As available for people and then individual coaching, especially at the leadership level, all of this together is an effective way to shift culture away from burnout and toward engaged productivity. I adore working with one-on-one people. However, when I see six people coming to me from the same company, there's a bigger thing that needs addressing. So if your company has burnout on their list of things to address in 2023, reach out now. My calendar is ready for you. I will put a link in the show notes. And I can't wait to hear what you think about this episode. Until next time. Thank you.